That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Shane Raymer. You're listening to That Sober Guy podcast, and we help people stay sober. If it's your first time listening, welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here. You've been listening for a long time. Welcome back. Always appreciate your support. Helps keep me sober. Listening to Humans Music. If you like the intro, get a, quite a few questions about that. Some Humans Music all the way from Canada. Shout out to those guys. You can check them out. All the major, major music platforms. Four Secrets to Sobriety. Four Secrets to Sobriety. I don't necessarily know that they're secrets. I guess that's a little bit of a clickbaity title in there. But still, still interesting. What are those secrets? We're going to get to those in just a couple of minutes. At least they're my secrets, I feel like. They're not really secrets at that in, in, in any case. They're very well known in the recovery community. But I think one of them might be a little under the radar, at least. We're going to talk about all four of them. Before we do that, you can check us out at thatsoberguy.com. You can follow us on Instagram at thatsoberguypodcast. Join us on Locals. Uh, It's kind of like Instagram meets Patreon. You can help support us there. Be part of a growing sober community that's safe. Uh, You can help stay accountable and have some fun at the same time. Uh, We've got a few hundred members in there. I'd love to have you join right now. Big shout out to all the homies in the Locals Sober Guy community, by the way, too. We have some great interaction, some great uh, people in there sharing, talking about recovery, holding themselves accountable, asking for help. All the good things that are crucial when you're trying to stay sober. So shout out to all the homies in the in the locals group. And I'd love to have you join right now. And here's how you can do that. You can download the locals app, either or either or any of the app stores, uh, or you can go to that soberguypodcast.locals.com and we'll put both those links in the show notes for you to make it easy. Uh, you can also sign up to be the first notified about our new 30-day podcast course that we're about to launch in just a few weeks. It's called Quit Drinking Dude, the ultimate men's guide to quit alcohol and stay sober for 30 days or more. Super pumped on it. I've put a lot of work into this. It's a daily podcast course. There's takeaways for each day. Lots of good content in there. I'll be sharing a little bit more about what it entails in the upcoming weeks, so be sure to look out for that. If you want to sign up right now and be the first to be notified when we release that, uh, you can go ahead and enter your email. Go to thatsoberguide.com and uh, we'll blast out an email in the next couple of weeks as we get ready to launch that uh, and you'll be the first to to be notified so you can check it out. And uh, once again, all the links from today's podcast will be in the show notes. I just realized as this goes live today, I get to share at a noon meeting today. So uh, shout out uh, to the homie Sonny for the invite. Uh, Super pumped to be on that meeting today. and get to share a little bit about my own experience, strength, and hope. So excited to do that as always. Uh, And uh, man, let's see. Let's check this out. I think that's all the announcements I had. You know, I just want to say I hope uh, everyone's having a good day today. Hope you're dialed in. Happy Friday to you if you're listening to this when it goes live on a Friday. We got the weekend coming up. Lots of cool things going on. It's uh, it's great to be sober. You can have fun. You can uh, have a good time still. And uh, man, the best thing is you don't have to have a hangover on Sunday or Monday or Saturday or whatever it is. I made an Instagram post actually. I'm gonna try to jump on here real fast. 
while I'm talking and uh, and uh, take a look at it. Uh, and it said, yeah. And if you want to follow on our Instagram account, love to have you do that as well. One more time, that's at that sober guy podcast on the IG. And I just uh, we were in Corona Del Mar in Newport Beach over the weekend, and uh, I wanted to. We were just checking out some water spots. Uh, got to hang out with the in laws for the weekend. So good times there, uh, celebrating, just being family and, uh, and and being able to spend time together. We went to. Uh, the ocean man did some some uh, kayaking and uh, ate lots of good food and just had a really great time uh, and you know being being sober for me through it all is uh, part of what makes it so great because I really get to sit in the moments and learn continue to learn how to enjoy each moment and not be off in my own land somewhere or worried about how I'm gonna get my next drink uh, that shit is exhausting after so long after doing it for so long you know, everything revolved for me back in the day, whether it was a baseball game or an event or um, just hanging out, birthday party, wedding, whatever it was. The only reason or the only exciting reason I was usually there, or the first exciting reason was it was like, how am I going to get fucked up right now? How am I going to drink? Excuse the F-bombs. I've been trying to drop the, not not be so harsh on the f-bombs but they slip out sometimes man when we're passionate about what we're talking about and i am passionate about being sober and being able to uh, be confident in not having to drink and being able to sit in those moments and not have alcohol be the number one reason that i'm at an event whether no, no matter what it is and so this weekend as we were hanging out we were uh at the beach for a moment and I took a quick second to snap a quick photo and uh, posted it on there and I looked up you know my sober date and how many hours I had and, and the, the post says cheers to 69,492 hours without a hangover that's a lot that's a lot of hours right there uh, you know 69,492 hours without a drink and obviously without a hangover so uh, if you're struggling out there Listen, if I can put together 69,000 plus hours, you can put together a day and start there and then go on from that. And we have lots of good resources at thatsoberguide.com, some courses, there's some meetings in there. Uh, there's plenty of connections to be made in the locals group as well as just by tuning in when we have different guests on here. Uh, they provide resources and inspiration and all that stuff. So continue to follow, continue to show up. That's... Um, had our mastermind meeting this morning and uh, that theme came up again those three words that i just love just show up if you just get your ass there move your ass and your mind will follow and you just show up god will take care of the rest he always does he always has even when we don't know we're connected you know there's something higher that's there and that's guiding us along the way and once we start to experience that we learn and we start to see uh, it from a different perspective as we as we grow. So, um, anyways, if I can do it, you can do it. Sixty nine thousand plus hours without a hangover and sober, and um, some of that is equated. Uh, you know, a big a big chunk of it is is equated to these four secrets to sobriety uh, that uh, that we're going to talk about today. So, let's uh, let's kick it off on that. We're gonna we're gonna start it off with uh, this first one. And I've talked about this a lot before. It's service work and helping others, being of service. Um, there's something about helping somebody else that when we do that, 
we get help in the process in turn it helps us in the process without and that's not to say we go into it with expectations we don't see um you know, we don't see a guy out, and I'm, this is just the first thing that's coming to mind because this, um, you know, I've, I've done this before. You see a guy out and his car broke down and he's, and he's pushing his car by himself. We don't hop out and say, man, I'm going to help this dude because hopefully he gives me a tip. You know, he gives me, or, or I don't know, that's a kind of a dumb example, I feel like. But maybe, um, you know, maybe we think that uh, I'm going to help this guy so I can tell somebody about it. You know what I mean? Like there's that that there's an expectation there in other words whether it's a tip hey man give me 10 bucks i helped you wouldn't who the hell would do that actually would somebody actually do that let me just i gotta rewind my brain because i'm just kind of spitballing shit and i don't know if anybody would actually think that let me help this guy push his car so i can get 10 bucks and if there is a guy out there who's ever do that who's ever done that you're an asshole i'm just gonna say that right now (laughs) but the point was we don't have expectations when we help somebody. We don't have any expectations. It's, it should be because we genuinely want to help. So whether it's helping somebody stay sober, helping somebody push their car that broke down, helping somebody um, jump their car. I've had, had to do that many a times, and I've also had to get help from people to jump my own car. So maybe you got some jumper cables in the back. You're driving by, and you see a lady or a dude out there, man, they're just, their their hoods up and you can see it's probably a battery thing. Do you pull over and you help them jump the car because you know you got cables or do you go, ah, I got somewhere to be, I gotta go. Just depends on the situation, I guess, but hopefully you're gonna stop and you're gonna help somebody. And when we do that, it's not to be high and mighty or uh, feel that we're, we did a good deed today. That We don't want to take that attitude, but man, we just genuinely want to help people. And when we do that, we get our needs met in the process. Now, if we equate that to recovery work, for me, I love doing this podcast. Like I love taking the time out each week to do pre-production and post-production and answer emails and messages and talk about recovery and um, all the things that come with that and help other people in the process by sharing my story, sharing my experience, being there for people to ask questions. And I might not have all the answers. I definitely don't have all the answers. But what I can do is share a little bit about what I went through, what I'm going through actively that's service work in itself too. Just showing up, like I mentioned, I get to share at a meeting tomorrow or today, as this goes live today. Um, that's amazing. You know, that's service work in itself too. When someone asks you to share it, you say, hell yeah, I'll share. I'll show up and I'll be there. Even if maybe you're feeling a little anxiety about it or, you know, you got to work some things out in your schedule. We're always trying to be of service in helping others just in general, you know, and there's something about that that will take your sobriety, take your life, take your perspective, take everything that goes along with the daily grind. When you offer help to others and genuinely want to and don't have expectations behind it, there's something about that that can really help you in every aspect of your life, not just staying sober. So it's definitely a big thing. Um, is it, you know, a big part of, of my sobriety? Is it perfect? I always, I always have to say that because I never want to sound like I'm sitting up here on a soapbox talking about how fucking perfect I am. I'm, I'm not, 
You know, I have my own struggles. I always think I can do things better. I'm probably my own worst critic, um, but I try to show up the best I can and be of service and help as many people as I can. And I know that the podcast serves a great purpose. It's not me. God blessed me with this platform in order. And I, I understand that. Like, this is our platform. This is our community. I'm just happened to be behind the microphone. And I had a, um, a spiritual moment in my life that, you know, God directed me in this direction. And I've kind of listened and tried to follow that path. And once that path isn't clear anymore, then I'll make decisions and choices to go, you know, maybe a different way. But for right now, I feel like this is right where I need to be. And the podcast is a big part of my service work and being able to help others and provide different resources and connections to people out there. So what's yours? It doesn't mean that you need to go start a podcast or maybe you do. I don't, I don't know, but what is your thing that helps to give you, okay, and I'm going to say this because this is number two, purpose. Number one was service work and helping others. Number two was purpose. I find a lot of purpose in in uh, doing the podcast. Number one, because it fulfills the first, the first uh, uh, secret to sobriety, service work and helping others. Um, and number two, because I love creating stuff. I love being on a microphone. Uh, you know, some people know this about me. I was a musician, still love to play some music, really wanted to be in the music business before I got into podcasting. Um, and, you know, it was something that I love to do was to write and create and, uh, you know, be a wordsmith in, in some sense. I really enjoy that. I still enjoy it till this day. And somehow it transitioned when I got out of treatment and got sober for the first few months. I couldn't, I, I was totally lost. I, I couldn't find a purpose. And even before I went in treatment, that was a big part of it for me. I felt lost in my purpose. I did like, why the hell am I here? God, like I remember asking that many times, man, what, what am I doing here? Like, I just felt lost. You know, I felt lost. And one thing that made me feel better was, was drinking because I could get drunk. And then I felt great. You know, obviously that's why a lot of us drink and have that issue because we can, we can numb out and not have to feel all the bullshit that we're feeling, you know, but at the same time, I felt so empty. I've lacked purpose in my, in my life. And so I think that's a huge part for my own sobriety, my own mentality, my own stability, my family, my role as a father, a husband, a man uh, trying to contribute to, you know, the, the, the world, I guess this is to society, just being a better place, you know, is finding what that purpose is. I do believe we all have a mission. I do believe we're all here for a reason, you know, and once we find some purpose and what that is, we can really run with it. And for me, that's been a huge part of me being able to stay sober because I love doing this. I love showing up and I love finding my purpose in, in helping others. So for me, number one and number two go hand in hand. And I think that anybody who experiences both of those would find that they do go hand in hand. So another question for you, what is your purpose? How do you find your purpose? That's another good, good thing too. And um, I mentioned I mentioned the uh, um, uh, the 30 day course that we're going to launch in just a couple of weeks in uh, September. And if you're listening to this afterwards, it'll already be launched. So you can check it out at that sober But we're going to talk about this in that is finding purpose, finding fun, finding finding uh, that childlike um, state that made us motivated and excited and happy again as grown men that we lose sometimes, you know, I lost a lot of that 
as I got older and as my drinking habits got worse, you know, they, 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 they got really bad. And I just, I, I completely had no clue who Shane Raymer was. And so finding some purpose again was huge. And I couldn't do it going back into music. That connection was gone for me. Uh, I don't know what it was. And it, it must have not obviously been the plan for me because it, it, I moved on from that. But I transitioned into a new space and found podcasting almost by accident. And that's how I got into this do- today was just by following those instincts of um, just showing up, like I said, having a purpose to help others. And man, like God just continues to do work and the rest falls into place each day. And it ain't perfect, like I said, but I, I just try to show up every day and do the best that I can. So speaking of purpose, speaking of service work, number three, the four secrets to sobriety, something to build something to build. What do you like to do? What do you love to do? What do you find purpose in? Hopefully it has something to do with helping others. See, there's a recipe here. All of these go together. Even number four, which we'll get to in a minute, it all comes together. But And, and this stuff is just a small piece of secrets to sobriety or tips to sobriety, however you want to frame it up if you don't like the secret word. Um, something to build is crucial for me. It's, it's that, that genuine, like I, I want to grow. I want to continue to learn. I want to continue to get better. I want to continue to, um, expand my mind and continue to help others continue to find purpose and continue to build something. And for me, I'm building sober guy. I'm building a platform that, that, uh, has a clearly defined, uh, mission which is number four here. And so, but let, let me back up a little bit and, and focus a little bit more on something to build uh, before we get into, into that piece. But they just, man, they tie in so well together. I got a little ahead of myself, but in the building process, you know, what is it that you like to do? What is it that you wake up every day and get excited about, you know, and, and we go through some of these exercises and how to find that out in, uh, in, in the course that I mentioned as well. And we'll elaborate on that further in that, but a a, a small piece of it today, I think is, um, giving you something that you can find that you love to do at one, at one point in time. And if you can take that and it doesn't mean that your whole life, and it's going to be hard too. like, you're going to hit some speed bumps in all of this, in your sobriety and trying to find purpose and trying to um, help others sometimes, definitely trying to find something to build. It takes a long time. You know, it takes patience. It takes persistence and consistency, man, showing up when you don't want to show up. It's tough some days. Maybe you're working a nine to five. Maybe you work a hard ass job. You, you work your ass off, you know, and you're tired at the end of each day. You don't have time you feel like to do these extra things. Like I get it. I've been there, but you got to make time for it. It's important. And if you start making time for it, it gets easier along the way because you find motivation and inspiration in it. And then when you don't do it, you can't stand to not do it. So you'll make the time even when you're tired, even if it, and you got to start small, it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but finding something to build, maybe it's a little side hustle. Maybe it's an organization that helps other people. 
you know, I had a buddy who started, um, and it's funny, I haven't thought about this for a long time. He was in a, a, a men's uh, group that we were in and, you know, he had a full-time job, man. But one of the things he started was kicks for kids. Um, and it's just, it was, there's so many kids out there who don't have shoes, you know, like as simple as that, like, and it's, it's so sad, man. There's so many kids or, or, you know, maybe their shoes have holes all in them just because they're they're They don't have the resources to, to get a new pair of shoes. And he went around and it was simple, man. It wasn't out to be a big thing. It didn't have to, you know, he didn't have this, he didn't try to save the world in a day is a little bit at a time, man. And he started going around, reaching out to people, collecting shoes, you know, collecting kids size shoes from people who had old shoes. And then eventually he started reaching some other companies um, and companies started donating some shoes, you know, and, and from there, it just, it just, you know, grew from there. And I don't know how many shoes he ended up providing to kids, but it was a lot and it served a great purpose. You know, he found purpose in that he was helping others. He was building something, you know, so that is a huge part in staying sober for me and for many other dudes out there is finding something that you enjoy to do that you can continue to build that gives you purpose and helps you serve other people. Those three go together. And then number four, which I already mentioned, is a clear cut mission. You got a clear cut mission like and it might not be clear in the beginning. Like for me. I knew I wanted to share my experience, my story. I knew I wanted to help inspire other people to let them know that they weren't alone, that they could they could quit drinking too. It didn't have to be, um, you know, the end of the world because you, like you could survive and still have fun and actually have an amazing life without alcohol in it. And that kind of sounds almost funny for me to even say right now, but back then, like that's the type of thoughts that I had. And maybe you're having those thoughts right now too, because alcohol is such a dependent thing for many of us when we're in the in the heat of it, and we don't even realize it. We don't even realize that everywhere we go, that you know, yeah, we're gonna go here because of this, because of this game or this um, this reason to be there. And really, at the focal point of that is how am I gonna drink around when I'm there? You know, when we're in that, we don't get it. And so when we step out of that. And, uh, you know, we start to have um, have a clear mission in what we want to do and and we cut that lifestyle out. We have to have something to fill that those voids. A lot of it is boredom for people, too. I hear that a lot is, man, I just like I get bored. And so it's like, man, now I have these old habits, had these habits for a long time. I'm bored as shit right now. I'm not feeling any purpose in life. I don't really have shit to build. I don't really care to help any other anyone else right now because I'm feeling restless and discontent right now. Screw it. I'm just going to go back to drinking like you don't have a plan. How many times has that happened? You know, maybe you've experienced. I know I did many times. I would get like real motivated for a few days or a week and then I'd be like all about it. I wouldn't drink for a few days and then boom, sure shit. Like I had no plan. I'd be right back to it. So you got to have a plan. It has to be some sort of map in front of you. And a lot of that is, is the stuff we're talking about here. Some of these, uh, these tips here, and also in being in community and fellowship and having people around you that support you 
And, um, you know, that's for a whole nother podcast. We've done podcasts on it before. It's also a huge part of the 30 day, uh, podcast course coming up, quit drinking, dude, the ultimate men's guide to quit alcohol and stay sober for 30 days or more. I'm so pumped like on, on it, by the way. And like, we're talking about this stuff today and I've, I've just really been able to capture some, um, some, some great, um, experience and, um, and conversations that I've had with different people experienced myself and, uh, and, and put it into this, um, this kind of 30 day roadmap for, for dudes out there. And I'm, I'm really pumped about it. So in the next couple of weeks, be sure to look out for that. Um, four secrets to sobriety. Let's go over them one more time, service work and helping others and write these down. If you need to finding purpose, you know, what's your purpose in life? something to build, man, we got to have something to build that we're working towards. Uh, that could be any number of things. And then a clear mission, a very clear mission. What is it? And, and be expected to adjust in all those, uh, points right there and, and everything in our daily, our daily grind, everything, man, we got to make adjustments. We hit speed bumps along the way. It doesn't mean we quit. We only lose when we quit right? Still means we show up, but man, sometimes we, we got to make an adjustment. And like, that's like that old, uh, saying by Mike Tyson, one of my favorites, everyone got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. So once you get socked in the mouth once, man, you gotta, you get your bell rung a little bit. doesn't mean you drop down and are out for the count. It just means you make an adjustment and you try to see that next punch coming beforehand. So you can make an adjustment and move the hell out of the way or only get hit, you know, on the, uh, with half of it, you know, maybe you just get nicked once. Woo, that was close, man. But I made an adjustment right there because I was ready for it. I hope these tips, these four secrets to sobriety uh, can help you a little bit. Maybe something I said, spoke to you today. Appreciate you guys. I would love it if you shared the podcast with a friend. Um, we have some great guests coming up. Uh, my buddy Sonny Mayo from the band Snot, uh, from the band Seven Dust, and also uh, one of the lead guys over at Rock to Recovery will be coming up in the next week or two. So look out for that podcast with Sonny. Uh, just a great dude, and uh, he's got a great story. We're going to talk about some good things about music, uh, about Rock to Recovery, uh, and of course, he's going to share some of his story. So excited to get that out to you guys. Uh, in the meantime, stay sober. Uh, man, have some fun out there. If you need help, uh, you can check out that soberguy.com. You can also join us on Locals. Give us a follow on Instagram at that sober guy podcast. Peace, love, and respect. Keep your blood clean.